Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents... The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right. Uh, first here around the league, around the NFL, um, we uh, we know that uh, the offensive coordinator for the Texans, Bobby Slowick, is not going to take uh, the job in Washington. Uh, and uh, we knew that yesterday when he... Uh, or two days ago when he decided to remain as the offensive coordinator here uh, with the Texans. But Washington had been the lone, uh, the lone job available. And Dan Quinn, they go defense, Clint. Dan Quinn, who many people thought was going to be the head coach in Seattle. Dan Quinn is taking over the Washington Commanders. They go defense. He replaces Ron Rivera. And uh, he will leave the Dallas Cowboys but remain in the NFC East. Dan Quinn uh, previously was a coach of the Atlanta Falcons. He knows this city very well as he uh, lost that 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl right here in Houston at NRG to Tom Brady and the Patriots uh, as uh, his first stop as a head coach with the Falcons. But now he will take over Washington. Clint, when you look at this, how do you feel about this move for the Washington Commanders? You like the, you like this move for them? I like the move for one reason. Um, we've talked about it multiple times here. Is is that I you know that you if you're Washington, you you get your head coach and you take an in division opponent's defensive coordinator that's done a hell of a job uh, in, in Dallas. So I mean I, I think that that's a huge plus. Um, you know they they had. Um, we talked a lot about Bobby Slowick here and even Ben Johnson here, uh, but the reality of it is they had interviewed um, Aaron Glenn, Mike McDonald. Um, they had interviewed multiple defensive-minded head coaches as well, so it wasn't like they were hell-bent on hiring an offensive-minded guy and then swung heavily because because they missed a couple of times. Um, they, they appeared to have been open for for either uh, either type of leader, offensive or defensive. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I think it's, I think it's a good hire. Um, guy's been a head coach in this league before, uh, other teams obviously have shown interest. Uh, I, I think it's, this one wraps up this hiring cycle, Ron. And it, to me, it's more about who's left on the streets. You got Ben, Ben Johnson, Bobby Slowick, neither one of the top two, uh, Jim Harbaugh, obviously, but, but outside of that, neither one of the top two coordinator, offensive coordinators coming out, took a gig. Right, and then Bill Belichick still on the street. 
So it's and, it's and, uh, and Mike Vrabel still on yeah the yeah yeah no, another yeah another former head coach still on the street. So um, just interesting every year how this how this stuff unfolds. But I, I think the biggest my biggest takeaway from Washington hiring Dan Quinn is simple. You, you took one of the best weapons the Cowboys had in the division, so so you got better and 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 you made them worse in the process. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I wonder how this goes. I think one thing that jumps out to me is this: uh, there were eight openings, and I feel like there's maybe a D'Amico effect here. Uh, there are eight openings, and five of the eight are hired by defensive coaches. Right? That that is, I think that's a interesting shift in what we're seeing at this point now. I think to a point you made, uh, Ben Johnson and 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 Bobby Slowick took their names out of the hat. So, uh, so maybe that that hurt. But in this cycle, it is interesting as we were seeing that big trend of offensive coach, especially with a team like this that's got the number two pick and you know they're going to get a young quarterback. Yeah. Offensive coach in this league, we're seeing that more and more. I I think you got to look at some of this with D'Amico's performance, being able to 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 be as successful as he was here, kind of see it. Hey, all right, let's go. Uh, we can really kind of hone in on defensive coaches and finding the right offensive guys. Um, I I don't know. For me, if I, if I ever have an offense and a defensive coach close, I probably would give the, the tie to the offensive coach because yeah, they work yeah. with the quarterback. But I think it is interesting that, um, that the majority of coaches in this hiring cycle coming off of D'Amico's year um, are defensive-minded coaches, which is interesting. And I wonder if that is a trend – that is going to continue moving forward. Who was it? Raheem Morris, Dan Quinn, yeah. Mike McDonald, um, uh, Gerard Mayo. That's right in in New England. And uh, who was the last one? Um, uh, give me a second. Um, no, I'm trying. To, I'm trying. At this point, we've talked. We've oh talked yeah, to, Antonio Pierce. Antonio right, Pierce in, re- in Vegas, retained in Vegas. In Vegas. Yeah. Yes, he was the uh, he was the defensive <clears throat> minded coach. So. Yeah, I, I just I found that 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 really interesting to see there. I I don't know, man. We'll see what happens, uh, and we see who he hires as his offensive staff uh, out there with Dan Quinn. But Washington, they are uh, they are off the board, and uh, Dan Quinn will take over there. Now we'll see what Jerry's going to do at, at defensive coordinator. All the jobs are filled, and and folks here in Houston, we got a quarterback coach and a, an offensive coordinator that are a little bit richer. Um, and, and we're going to have another year of this same offensive staff. Beautiful day, baby. It, it is, is a beautiful day. It is. We'll see. Uh, and that Dallas opening, that is a that is a big opening to be a D.C. if you're trying. We'll see what they do there. But all done. No more uh, head coaching hires uh, out there as Washington finishes things off. By the way, I'm looking at this Dan Quinn photo. Like, that looks like – that kind of resembles you when you cut it real close. I've seen oh, pictures of you. That does I, look like I, a throwback. When I, play, when I was playing a little ball, yeah, when you Dude. had when you had it real tight because you had that you had that uh I had a dirty bay bone fade. You had that that, and you had that goatee. That goatee. Yeah, I bet you I can find some Arkansas stuff right now and see that look. Man, look! At I that. can't say that I'm not going to ride a motorcycle again. Yeah, don't don't do that to me, Bobby. <laughs> Dan, don't ever do that Dan's again, got Bobby. Got a little bit of bit of look at you. All right, that's uh, that's the latest. There is. Uh, as Washington finds their guy. Big three and three. Number two. All right, John Weeks. Weeksy. He's back. They signed their first free agent, baby. John Weeks and the uh, the Walter Payton uh, nominee, man of the year nominee for the Texans. Uh, John Weeks is back. How many years is this for John? I think 37. 
It might be 37. Dude, he's been here forever. Like, oh, seriously. Awesome. He, is he, is, he's been here before Bill, right? Mm-hmm. O'Brien. He got, so he got some Kubiak, right? He wasn't here before Gary, was he? John Weeks don't go that old, does he? He doesn't go, he doesn't go before Gary Kubiak. 2010. Yeah, that's not before Gary Kubiak. Is that, is that his rookie year? Believe so. Looks like, yeah, he was an undrafted free agent, and they brought him in in April of 2010. I'll be damned. And here we are, February of 24. My man signing another <laughs> deal. That's legit. Good man. for you, Weeksy. We gotta get him a ring. That means you are damn good at your job, sir. We gotta get him a ring. How much longer can he can he push this thing out to? Yeah, do it for weeks. Yeah, well, he's got it. You think he's got? He's got another ten. Oh, minimum. Another ten years. I bet maybe. he's got another five. Easy five. I'm gonna push it to ten. Just keep that maybe, snapping wrist. You know, maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe he doesn't want to. And um, model of consistency. So John Weeks is back, but also Wait. with that, um, they've confirmed some uh, meetings. Tyler, you could have been down here. You could have been the one reporting <laughs> on this. These confirmed meetings that the Texans are having wanna. at the Senior Bowl uh, with certain players. They got one of your guys on there. I like a couple guys here. Ooh, ooh, yeah. um, Romans Roman Wilson, Michigan. He is uh, he is having one of the uh, the best camps. Uh, that we're hearing. Anaya Smith. Now, listen, we've seen a, a lot here. I don't know where he's going to go. Yeah. Um. Uh. And, but he fits like the mold of one of those players where it's like, man, if they go to the right place, I pray to God he doesn't go to, like, Pittsburgh or something. I don't know what Arthur, Arthur Smith's about, but just some of these, these places that are just dead hole for offensive players. I hope he doesn't go there at the play with – Chicago or something like that. No. But just like A-Chain last year, well, if you're like, if he could get to the right spot yeah. and Miami was the perfect spot, I don't know who's going to get him. And 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 I think the Texans kind of fit that mold of being able to be creative with certain guys. Um, Anaya Smith is one to watch. Probably third, fourth, maybe even later round guy, fifth round guy. I he He's a playmaker. And was at a place where I don't think you got to see enough of him because of whatever was happening his years at AM. I really like the potential of him as being just a weapon to have. He he would be tremendous in terms of being in this offense and and being a complimentary piece to to what you already have. We 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 saw Xavier Hutchinson. Uh, we we've seen multiple receivers. Uh, catch the jet sweep and 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 be that guy in this offense, and you're more or less just doing it to show the defense that you will. You're not expecting a whole hell of a lot out of it, to be honest with you. If you had a Nia Smith, he would definitely he, he is definitely a gadget guy. Um, and, and I love the. He didn't rip- just called him Debo Junior in my ear. He, he could. I I truly believe a Nia could be a Debo Junior in this Slowick offense. Well I, well, I love. Now I don't know about that. That's that's big shoes. Junior, field. but, the, but no, the mold, the mold, I, I can I can get down with. What I would like is is the fact that the ripple effect of it making like Tank Dale. I think Tank Dale, and I did this originally. I think he was unfairly unfairly uh, put into that mold, put that into that, that gadget box, and I did it. I, I was a big part of it. But I think when I hear people talk now, a lot of people still think that. I think he's I think he's more than that. Like I think he's an outside receiver that you would love to just con- have that threat out there that can run the route tree as well as anybody in the league that has that twitch that does dip- you know big play guy as well and if you've got a gadget guy that you can bring in and out of the game 
then it keeps you know it, it keeps it limits what Tank Dale has to know and and be able to just just hey this is what you do you and Nico this is what y'all do this is who you are this position you play just know it like the back of your hand and now you've got a gadget guy in, in somebody like Anaya Smith I think that's where he fits in the league and and I, I think he's going to be tremendous to your point if if he lands with the right team yeah yeah those those type those type guys just. They, they can be additions to the offense. And we've talked about, like, you talk about Twitch. You talk about different things and different missing missing pieces. That's the one thing is, and, and I think it was, it was tough to look at because the Texans had so many injuries. But even at full strength, you know, it's more than before. But they got, they got two dudes that scare you. And, and, and one of them, and Nico Collins, there's not a major fear that he's going to run away, like run away from you, like mm-hmm. like right, right off yeah. the snap. It is a like we better we got to we got to really get serious about getting his ass on the ground, or it's, it's going to be twenty. But but really, Tank is the only one where you're like he can really get away from us. Yes, he can really go yeah. off, and and, yeah. and 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 that and that doesn't always have to be a top level guy, like a top like a chain is not one of their best players. Like one of their top three threats, but at any moment on a screen on a toss, yep. he can take it fifty. And the Texans, like who who are the guys that the Texans have? That, you named him Tank. To me, to me, Tank's, right? tank's tank, the like, guy. I mean, and, and, Devin's and the, the closest. Singletary's yeah. the closest. That's next. Yeah, yeah. Because when you're not talking, you're not just talk, you're talking about a guy that has the speed and the ability to do it, but you're also talking about a guy that can just make people completely miss. Yeah, like at the, I'm, compl- I'm talking about completely whiff, not run through them, not look for contact. I'm talking about completely whiff, and Tank's definitely that guy. But you, that, they need more of that. We've right. talked about this multiple times. That to me, that's what the Texans absolutely need more of offensively, out of the running back position as one of those complimentary receivers down down the draft or or in in free agency. Um, that's that's what they they need. No question about no, it. Yeah, and like a little wiggle, add a little wiggle to the offense. Yeah, like Tyler said, yeah, I, I, I don't think. I don't think John Mechie is that is that uh, 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 is that uh, guy right now. Uh, wish he that. was. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe well, we, he well, look. I, look, guys. Maybe he I, is next year. I don't Maybe know if y'all are doing it on purpose or not, but that, not. We, that we just we just we're, 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 we're the Texans are beyond that. <laughs> You've moved past John. Well, I just. No, I'm not moved. Like literally, I, I love no, I mean, John. I'm talking about move past him as a like if John as, if, as a look, guy if, to count on as if, an impact. If John works out and ends up being an impact player with the Texans, great. I, I'm not banking on it. Like it, it's it's just like last year when it, when I'd have a, a, a conversation about the receivers with people and they would start they would start with Mechie or they would start with Robert Woods and I'm like no that's, you're, you're making my point. Like if 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 we're like with Mechie and these and, and some of these Xavier Hutchinson and these guys, this this receiving core with Nico and Tank and and a big time ad, we're so far beyond having those conversations about the Mechies and the Hutchinsons and and whoever the next fourth fifth round pick is and whoever the other lower lower level free agent they bring in here. Like, let's get beyond that, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not quitting yeah. on Mechie. I'm just the reality of it is is like, hey man, if, if you get to a point where you can contribute in a big way, cool. But it's good to see, man. They've got they've got about three guys on this list that kind of jump into the give me some wiggle. Let's move around potential big playability on the offense. As Nick is down there doing his work and um Tyler, you 
You could be down there too. I'm just saying. Next year, man. You could be down there with Nikki Vest, man. Come on, man. The the the, the close relationship you and Nick. Could oh, build. I'll go next year if y'all aren't going to Vegas at the same time. I don't know where the Super Bowl is next year. I think it's in Vegas. <laughs> I'll be in Vegas Son again. So. Big three at three. Number three. All right, uh, the Rockets um, feel real good about uh, kind of the run they had uh, with the Lakers and won a couple of game or won a game there. But they uh, they lose again uh, to the Pelicans. They've just been been up and down, not consistent. And really, this last uh, this last really month, to be honest with you, they've they struggled. I mean, they um, uh, they uh, they lose to the uh, to the Pelicans, another team that's in front of them. Uh, they finished January seven and ten after a really good start, especially at home. But uh, I think Clint, where we are, and we talked to Brandon a little bit yesterday. I, I think this is a team that has a chance to take a step in getting better, and now they're they're three games under five hundred in the eleven spot, but still have the ability to get into uh, at least the playoff. I think they've got to make a significant move at the trade deadline. They've got to change something yeah. something up, and they couldn't shoot a lick. And that's what Brandon was talking about, and it really reared his head yesterday. And uh, well, I didn't feel any better about the the Rockets after we had B. Scott on. You didn't. No, didn't get you going. I didn't. I, I didn't. I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't like the thought. And I'm not. I'm not. By the way, I'm not doubting it by any means. I trust his his uh, his, you know, his opinions on 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 rockets. Didn't make you in a confident sale, huh? Yeah. The the whole like, hey man, that's the old way of playing basketball. And and like, I'm talking about we're under three minutes of the twelve point lead. Like, let's not just jack anything up. Like that that that's part of. That's part of what scares me, and and when I, the thing is when I hear that, because I'm I am bullish on like, hey man, what the hell is Jalen Green out there doing, man? The hell is Jabari Smith out there doing? What, what are we doing in this situation? Like I, I'm bullish about it, and then when when I, when I hear B Scott who covers it close is like, ah, it's just kind of the new way of the NBA. I'm like, you talking about like yeah, if, just, if it were Steph Curry or James Harden or somebody cool, take that shot. But, which is not good enough. But like if the whole mindset of the NBA is to run down and, and hey, if you're open, if you're a shooter or you think you're a shooter and it's open, jack it up. Like I that's that's gonna be a tough well, watch for me, but yeah, I just I just think I think they need to, to shake this up. Um and and I think they're beyond trying to wait on um certain guys to come through. And I and I think I think they've got to really look at taking a serious deal to shake things up. And and Jalen Green is, is a guy that's being talked about, and I think they've got to take that that serious. Because I think they got a chance to move and, and, and make a, 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 a move this year, and I don't think it's going to work with this group. All right, coming up, I, I wonder if C.J. Stroud, who had a spectacular rookie year going into his second year, if he is in a place to do something um, – that I think could be really, really helpful to this team. We'll discuss that coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back to The Drive. Uh... See them. Uh, see the ESPN cast are already in Vegas. We'll be there soon. Shout out to uh, Yingling Flight and Low T who are uh, putting us up and uh, helping us uh, get down there to Vegas coming up next week, where we'll be covering the Super Bowl uh, for you, big time. Big you plan on today. having a good time while you're out there? I did. I bought a vest today. Did you really? Went green suit vest or Casario vest? Casario vest, I guess. Well, what is it? You bought you a vest, man. For for it looks. Is it, oh, is that it? No, no that's, 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 yeah, a, that's yeah, not yeah. a vest. Purchased <laughs> purchase a green one. I mean, it looks nice little. Had to add to the uh, to the collection. What shade of green? It's like a. Uh, it's a dark. It's a. It's a. Like a darker green. Like a forest Close green. Close to a forest. Mm. I would say. I think. I yeah. like it. In mm. my head, yeah. Green like the money you're gonna win? No, that's a lie. It's like a, a army, like army fatigue green. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like an army fatigue green. So, what kind of pants we wear with that? Will be like khakis. Oh, I think there's some versatility there. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. Do a lot. Yeah, I mean, army green. You can do a lot with army green. Yep. I mean, yeah. you can do a go lot. Khaki with, it. with that. Yeah. Go black, all black under. You, you know. go camo pants. Go jeans. Camo cargos. Yeah. Good time, man. That'd be aggressive, man. Army green vest with <laughs> yeah, camo cargos. I wouldn't I mean, do that. I, I mean, hey, hell with it. We're in <laughs> Vegas. Who gives a damn? I'm just telling you, would be aggressive. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not hiding. Next here, thing not. you know, people be walking up to you. Thank you for your service, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. I, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be a hell of a deal? Walk up on Ron in a casino and everybody's thanking him for his <laughs> service. service. Buy me, give me drinks and hand me. <laughs> Guys, you got it all wrong. He doesn't even know how to ride a bike. Just, hold on a sec. Yeah. See. That was a cheap shot. It was, I mean, it was, it? It was uncalled it for. 100% and I'm, showing, uncalled. and I'm showing restraint. Yep. I'm upset, okay? I want to go with y'all. I'm showing restraint. The closer we get, this is really one of those deals where the closer we get to <laughs> Sunday, the Friday, more pissed off Tyler's going to be. Friday's going to lose it. Yeah, I'm going to be cranky. He's going to lose it. I mean, a couple days ago, he was, it wasn't even on his radar. He didn't no, he really give a about it, man. But now I can tell in his voice. Now that now they took the mobile trip from him, and now, yeah. he's, now he's Vegas. I ain't going to mobile. He's going to be partying. I'm going to go to Sin City, man. Maybe, that, maybe the East-West Shrine Bowl. Where is that at? Maybe we oh, send you there. I hate We man. got John. You're right. We got John Harris at the uh, – anybody know where the East-West Shrine Bowl is? Yeah. Look at that. Look that up. Hey, I, I do want to have a serious question real quick. Or a serious conversation real quick. We've been talking about this since the season ended, right? And you said it, you even said it a little bit earlier today with the run game. You're talking about, well, I don't know if you're ever going to be physical enough with this offensive line to do things. And that was a big thing we watched against the Ravens. And there's not going to be a ton of changes, right? The, the thought would be that Tunzel will be back, Shaq Mason will be back, Titus Howard will be back, and I'm assuming that, that the rookie uh, that you went and moved up in the second round, Juice Scruggs, will be back. Four of those guys. What about will Dietz? Maybe Dieter will be back. I, I don't know. It seems like they. they Kenyon Green. They can't wait to get past him. I'm just listen. I'm just being honest. You, you said serious question. My so bad. We have a serious conversation here. I, I I get the feel that four of the guys that finish the season are going to be there in some form or fashion. Do you think? And you would know better 
than anybody because you've been in this position, whether you're in college or in the NFL, and watched it. You've watched guys like Aikman. You've done it at Arkansas. C.J. Stroud, after one season, has he reached a point where he can go to these guys and have a come to Jesus meeting about, like, hey man, we got it. We got to pick this up. However, however it is. And you've been there, and I mean, you've been a leader of a bunch. I'm sure you've had to have tough conversation with with guys. Has he reached a point? Because these guys, a lot of these guys are veterans. These are guys that have gotten all three of the guys of Tunzel, Mason, and Howard. Now, Juice Scruggs would say, "What well, he'll fall in line," but those three in particular, they've got second and third contracts right in the group. Is CJ to a point you think to have a, a, a serious come to Jesus conversation of expectation with these guys? You think he's reached that point? Does he have enough pelts on the wall to do that? No. You don't think so? Absolutely not. Absolutely so that, not. So that's not going to be the fix for him to be able to sit down like and and No, and when you say come to Jesus, it's like, hey man, we we're not gonna we're not gonna sugarcoat things here. Like we're not physical enough up front, guys. Like we've got to get you, we've got to be more physical. Starts, Have you ever had any kind of conversations like that no, before with guys? No, You've never No, no but not, I, not I had I mean I no, I but no, but I had like I, I've never played, and I've never been in a city. We ran the ball well. I mean, but even receivers or anything like that, you've never had to have serious, serious conversations with guys on the offense that just really uh, aren't 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 up to. You know, I, I there was there was uh, there was a guy one time, and I I did the opposite. I should have done it myself, but there was a uh, I was kind of a newcomer. On a squad, and and the the offense, one of the offensive linemen that was a real leader, was pretty close to this receiver that was really really good, and but he was just a he was just a head case. I mean, I, it was just, it was a mess. Like it was it was an absolute mess. And and my whole we we had played some games. And he had some success, and we were a really good football team. And if he would just get in the boat with us and be and and not be an, such an individual, um. Boy, we could have won it all. Like we we were already one of the best offenses in the league. And instead of me going to him personally and saying, "Hey, man, let's let's talk this thing out," I talked to the offensive lineman that was really close to him and said, "Hey, man, y'all go go have this conversation with your guy and get him in the boat with us and make it." And it just backfired big time. It was one of those like, it, like you would like you would expect. It was a head case, hot head, and it was like, oh, "If you got a well, problem, come with to me. If you got a problem with me, come talk to me." You know, one of those kind of deals. And it was like, no, 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 nobody has a problem. We just. We're just trying to keep improving as the year, and it backfired. So I should have went and sat down and did it myself, actually, and I didn't. Um, and so I've had a situation like that backfire before. I just – I don't know – and this is why it's such a big concern of mine, Ron. Do you think CJ has that in him? No. I that, think he does lot, in his man. way. I that, think that's he has, a lot, man. I think I he'll mean, do it in his way, but – well, it's just it's asking a lot with a guy like Titus, with like uh, Laramie Tunsil. Tunsil. Like I like I've told before, like I, and I don't know, but Titus strikes me as a guy that's like he's going he's going to follow, and I don't mean that as a negative. I mean it as a huge yeah. positive, right? Um, in order to, to once be a leader, you got you got to first have have learned how to follow and been a good follower and learned how to buy in. Like I think I think Titus Howard is a guy that is going to. He is going to follow Laramie Tunsil off the cliff, if you will. Like he, wherever Laramie goes, he's going to fall. He's going with blind trust, is what I'm trying to say. Not that Laramie's falling off a cliff. I'm talking about with blind trust. And I, I think, you know, a guy like Titus could be. I, I think 
you know, coachable, if you will. But uh, no, I mean, there's no way that that conversation is being had, or if it is, if it's productive, if it's with Laramie Tunsil. That's why I'm so worried that's about the part, him. It's, that's uh, the part that scares me. I don't, I, do, I don't know. I wonder how Laramie Tunsil would take. You know, well, would but, take but that. that's that's the thing is like you can't the 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 whether it's Laramie Tunsil or it's the the, the lack of physicality up front with the offensive line, right? Because this has to be addressed, right? Somebody's got to. Well, I think it's got to me. Hell yeah, it's got to be to some degree. It's got to be addressed, but it's hard. Like the quarterback, the rookie quarterback can't be the one that addresses it after your head coach has watched it and allowed it all year long and gone to the media and said, "Oh, you know this. This is a really good front." But remember, we got Laramie Tunsil and like and stroked Laramie Tunsil. Um, your offensive coordinator has consistently talked about, "Man, we're right. We're, we're close. We're right there. We're close." Your O-line coach has obviously rewarded it and allowed it, and it's, it's, it doesn't appear to be as big a deal as I, as I think it is when I'm watching. Because you have it as um, the, the most important. Number one. Number one thing number right one. now. Number one. Um, so, like, you can't have all of that and then ask CJ to go in and fix it. After all these other guys have stroked and allowed and probably in some cases coached it. Would he, um, almost, would he almost feel out of line And as a – I mean, he's not a rookie anymore. I guess would it would it almost be like an out of line to to veterans like yes. that? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. 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 Because I like I like it's clear like the one like there's there is a like you're asking Laramie Tunsil like you can't you can't have that conversation without accusing Laramie Tunsil of not being physical. Like how do you like that that's <laughs> that, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you have that conversation whether you punch it square in the mouth or you or you tiptoe around it. The the reason you're having the conversation is because Laramie your offensive line is not physical enough. Not in a way that Josh Allen could probably sit down with his offensive line now and and have that convers and have oh. conversations like that. Obviously Mahomes other yeah. guys, like guys yeah. that have been yep. around for a minute. But the the like you're just cuz yeah, you could see that going south. Hey man, what are you talking about? Man, yep. you've been here a year, and 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 if he does it, because I've been like Peyton Manning has probably done so. Oh like well, this. he's arguing with his guys on the sideline. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, the, like, like here's the thing: is if if he ever were to do it, the 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 follow up from the O line coach, the head coach, the offensive coordinator can no longer be. We're going to stroke everybody in the building. Like it has to be. Hey guys, like we're going to make an everyday conscious effort to to be more physical. Now now that. Mm-hmm. A coordinated effort, yes, but CJ just just you know putting it on the table for with Laramie. No, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think that'd be a wise idea. <laughs> all right, um, all right, coming up, man. Let, let, let's do this. Let's look at the divisional round. The Texans and the Ravens. They played, and the Ravens obviously won that game. Let's look and move forward with these teams. Who would you say, and try to be as objective as possible? Honestly, when you look at schedule, everything. Who would you say is more likely to reach the AFC Championship game next year? Ravens or the Texans? We'll discuss that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Second and one at the Houston 15. Jackson in the shotgun set. Carries to his right, then stops, then throws to the end zone. Caught by Likely. Touchdown, Ravens. All right, that's uh, a... That's, uh, Mark Vandermeer as a part of that that tough uh, loss to the Ravens in the divisional round of the playoffs. But we are uh, moving forward, moving forward, and uh, and 
there have, probably isn't been this much excitement for a season uh, in terms of excitement of thinking, hey, man, the Texans have a real shot to to try to advance and get to places they haven't been before, like the AFC Championship game. Uh, and so going into this year, I don't think we'll hear win totals like mine last year of six or things like that. I think people are going to be talking about playoffs and the expectation of getting to the playoffs at the very least. So when we start to look at these two teams and the potential growth of these two teams, 713-572-4610, you can uh, jump in as well on this on uh, YouTube and Twitch. Do you still think right now you've got more confidence in the Ravens being able to get back to the AFC Championship game than the than the Texans next year? Are you still in that space? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt. The um, Ravens aren't a team you think that's going to take a step back like we've seen. No, they, no, no, no. The Ravens are, I mean, they're regular season champs now. I mean, I mean, whether you're talking about Harbaugh or you're talking about the Ravens, you're talking about Lamar. I mean, they are, you, you catch them in the playoffs may not be that big of a problem, but boy, you, you catch them in a the regular season, they will kick, kick square off in your tail now. Um, so no, I, I look, I, I think there's a, I, I think the Ravens are going nowhere anytime soon. I think they're going to be a powerhouse. They're going to be talked about. Um, they've got their quarterback and they fought around them. Um, and, and I, I think they're going to be one of the favorites to, to, to get back to the FC championship game. Anyway, you slice it. Yeah. Um, I think obviously a lot is going to, 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 to see exactly what it is the Texans do to add to their team. Yeah. Um, but, and if CJ is who we think he is, and I think we think he is somebody that is going to, you know, maybe the numbers aren't exactly the same, but at least I would say even take a step further on what kind of quarterback play we saw from him this past year. Um, and everything in the system, defense-wise, offense-wise, boy, I don't – <sighs> Next year may be a little too tight because Lamar is 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 really really good. It does. Well, it seems like something's up with that that Ravens team, and they may lose some pieces there. If they lose oh. Patrick Queen, that 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 could could really hurt. I I don't think they're going to bring back Odell, and, and maybe that maybe that, that may help them as they may try to find other yeah. things. We'll we'll see. And I know you got some questions about Todd Malkin, who you believe should not not have a job today. But I don't well, know, it just man. Can't happen. It just can't happen. I, I would like to me. I, I I think the I think the Ravens are a team that does step back. I think Cincinnati potentially gets back to being the Cincinnati that that we're used to seeing. Uh, uh, Cleveland, I think potentially in that division, they they probably will be better with their quarterback play and, and their team. So I could see the Ravens being a team to, to falls back. I think like we talked about the other day. I. I do have the expectation that the Texans, uh, uh, if not win the division, are right there in the AFC South. So I mean, I, I I look at this thing and I, like I said, understand and see what they do. I kind of like the Texans um, in terms of against the Ravens versus the Ravens getting back to that spot. Just because I don't know, man. Something something's up with that team. Something's weird about that team, and I think the Texans probably learned a lot about themselves and learned a lot going this far this year. And I think D'Amico learned a lot going this far this year. 
And again, I'm putting a lot of faith in the fact that they view this as we got to like, this is our chance. This is our opportunity to really add to this team. So I like to me, if I had to, you know, I'm not going to bet, but if I had to, I, I think that the Texans are going to, to be ahead of the Ravens next year. I like, I like the Texans and their growth and what they'll, they'll be able to Boy, do. Well, I There's hope you're right. I mean, something's you, up with that Ravens team. It's weird. Something, something's yeah. Weird I mean, something's up and, and I, I agree with you. There's, there's, there's more to the, the, the story than, than just Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. I mean, there's more to it. Um, but boy, I, I can't get that. I can't get that that tail whooping out of my mind. Yeah, and, and, no, yeah, that, I mean, that, that's, that's hard. Fair. For, I mean, because you're, now you're talking about now you're now we're getting into the 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 mentality of the team, the 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 um, the quality of of the the players on the roster. You're talking about superstars. You're talking, and, and that's the Texans got a lot. They got a long way to go um, to to get to from an organization standpoint to get where Baltimore is right now. Um, that's fair. You know, and and look, they they they're off to a great start. Don't get me wrong, I mean, they're off to a great start with Bobby Slowick and Gerard Johnson being back, back here. Now we'll see what free agents they bring back that are current guys that they're able to to get back on on the roster and extend and, and get a new contract to. And then we'll see what they do in free agency, um, bringing outside talent in. We'll see what they do in the draft, bringing outside talent in, um, and we'll see how that overall talent level rises but it, it's got to it's got to it's got to increase significantly to get to where baltimore is from the text line honestly the ravens are more likely to make it but they lose their dc and could lose their two two of their best defensive players uh in matt Abike and and patrick queen who are both free agents so i mean they're probably going to lose one of them the thought they'll be able to to sign and now you know lamar's contract kicks in that makes it that, that makes it even more difficult but i don't know i i just i it is weird the faith I've put into Nick Casario here. On, on yeah, I mean, it, you kind of threw me a curveball here, but it, I but did. I, I like it, it. It is the faith, that, and, like and I'm it. saying it's the faith that I've put into Nick Casario that they will have this this thing uh, rolling like they did. By the way, I, I, we talked about the uh, the Houston Sports Awards last night, and I didn't uh, get to come clean. I had to come clean with Red today. I didn't, I didn't get to come clean, and I, I had a really disappointing food lapse. At the uh, at the Houston Sports Awards, Tyler was uh, Tyler wasn't really there to help me, um, but I don't put but I don't put that on you, Tyler. That was a bit all over the place. Yeah, I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't put that all. On What'd you, you do? In my mind, I, I knew I was like, all right, man, they've got chicken. I saw the menu at chicken, green okay. beans. I'm like, all right, we can make that out. Then I had a little beef number. Okay. And the mashed potatoes. I was just gonna taste those and not really roll. That was the best thing on the plate, bro. I ran through the whole thing. Those potatoes were so good. Wasn't a thing left on it. All you were going to do was leave so the potatoes are really weighing on you? Literally. Yeah. And and I also was going to kind of keep this thing down to maybe two drinks. Just straight vodka. (laughs) That's not any fun. You, you, You dove off in that wine, didn't you? I had a little bit of the red wine. A little bit of that grape? Probably had. (laughs) Got him. Probably had three drinks. Tyler did bring one, uh, so I did. I, I did. So you did. You're allowed a cheat day, man. You got to enjoy yourself. But that's not where it really got. Tyler, this ain't what he needs. Man, you could he, you he could does, get hit by a car tomorrow. He, now that's a hell of a deal. The hell, why would you say that? I'm just saying you can't be beating yourself up for having a little cheat day here and there. No, You're fine, no, no. bro. You don't get to determine when his cheat days are. I didn't. I didn't set an appointment for him for the night of the awards and say, "Hey, here's your cheat day." He needs. He needs positive. 
reassurance from us. I'm positively reinforcing his ass right now. You can eat some potatoes and have some vodka every once in a while, my friend. See, you look that. good. He don't need that. He's got a little angel on his shoulder that tells him that every day. You got rid of Harold. Your hair came back. You've lost a lot of weight. You look good. Where where it got this guy? Where it got really bad though was on the way out of the building. <clears throat> they had several stops at at doors on the way out with like these gifts. And the gifts were to go food. Delicious they? gifts. Well, first, the first door I walked through, they've got donuts. <sighs> they've had homemade donut donuts. holes or real real donuts. Real donuts. They had a chocolate and a, a mm. uh, and, and a regular. And Courtney didn't knock them out of my hands at all. She, we walked through. I'm like, all right, look, we can give these to the kids. <laughs> and then we went to the next door, Clint, and they had these shack uh, big chicken sandwiches that they were handing out at the door. They were chicken sandwiches, had a bit of a um, spicy sauce to it. Chicken's not bad for you. Fried, fried chicken sandwich with a spicy sauce on it. Chicken's like the most healthy protein, isn't it? Way better than red meat. And they, I mean, they were forced to, here, you got to take one. They're so good. You got to take one. Did he make it to the highway? <laughs> I took them pickles off of that thing, and I just tore it apart. So you oh, ate the donuts oh, and the... I didn't eat the donuts. I was going to. I stopped myself in the, uh, later on that evening when it was just me and the donuts and beer. And I should have gone for it, man. But, I, but the, that chicken sandwich did not make it to the highway. Mashed potatoes and chicken sandwich. <laughs> that, chicken that's sandwich that's what you're hung up on. Never, yeah, a lot of carbs. A lot of carbs lot of for carbs. what you're trying to get accomplished. What red? What red have to say about it? Oh, we ain't got to tell red. Just oh, I did. Just shook his head. See, somebody else at the gym attended the event too. So I think I think red probably had a clear idea of what maybe the menu was. So he had a spy on you. I don't know if he had See, a spot. Red, me and Red are committed. Tyler's not. Tyler, Tyler wants you to screw I'm this committed. deal up. I want Tyler wants to, you to screw this deal no, up. No, I just think the guy's, he it, works It sounds hard. like you do, Tyler. You just literally said, you should have gone for it. Yes. With the donuts. You one one damn it. night of, of glorious no, I mean, food there, there's at nothing a great better. event. I there's nothing you. better than like you just, may die in a car accident still, tomorrow. That, yeah, that, that, that Basically, just let it hang out and do whatever the hell I you just, want to. You know, I just, you know, still the, the, the battle is still there. Damn, I told Tyler. myself, I, just, I want to taste this chicken sandwich. I just want to taste it to see what it is. What's wrong with that? And then I I taste it, and four and a half bites later. Damn. Gone. Four and a half bites. You really hammered down, huh? <laughs> hey, man. Bites. <laughs> hey, look. All I can tell you is I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, I know. However, I however, get out of the rearview mirror, man. Got out. Yeah, we got we got 850 uh, calories burned today. There you go. Bang that, that, that's twice more than I got burnt this morning. <laughs> I did find me a new Peloton instructor, though. Oh, yeah? She is cold-blooded. Stop go on. Head. Huh? What you got coming? Go I'm on. You, Hold on, Ron. We'll get to the teeth. <laughs> go on. <laughs> My, Ron just tried to get to a tease and Tyler just, hot mic his ass. I, said, mean, I'm on, I mean, I'm over here telling you I think you should enjoy yourself and you're, you're oh. uh, let's hear what the man has to say. Oh, man, it's just Peloton, <laughs> nice, good, good Peloton instructor. I mean, it's it was it was well done. I, I also heard I also heard a conversation this morning. And it just it, and this is a topic that we've been talking about, right, over the last few years. Receivers here. With the with the Texans, I heard a conversation that put me in a spot where I just—I'll be honest with you, 
There's some of y'all sensitive folks out there that don't like to have the conversation about Nico Collins. Y'all going to have to kiss every bit of my tail end. I'm going to tell you what I heard. I'm going to tell you uh, what triggered me and what I think about all that sensitivity out there. We'll do that next. I don't necessarily have to rip your head off and mess in your neck. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 